Experiences from within the community. Assisting each other through awareness of embodiment. Examples created to showcase a foundation of living from soul. This foundational episode is is a good one. It's unreal. I feel like I say that all the time about foundation episodes because yeah. I just love them so much. They're the basis, they're the cement, they're the they're foundation. The foundation. <laughs> <laughs> so this one I'm going to kind of hand over to Becca right away because she got this download a couple weeks ago and we've been waiting to record it. And I just think it is so good. It is the basis of working within um the solar system of coco collective really truly Mm -hmm. and what it means to be mentored by me what that all entails and really being able to um break that down and help you do the work and understand it in a more practical sense i feel yes because so many people are like what is doing the work and i mean we have old podcasts on this we've come light light years since i recorded Mm -hmm. that probably three years ago so becca School is in session. Okay, listen up, folks. Okay, so the download that came to me um, was Coco is the Living Library, okay? So you live in this beautiful city, okay? And all of a sudden, a brand new library opens up in your city. And it's like, wow, I've never seen something like this before. What the fuck? I have no idea what's inside. Um, There must be like thousands of books here. Like, I really want to go to this library, okay? And books you've never seen before. Books you've never fucking seen, heard of. And it doesn't look like your ordinary library. Like, it's a grand, grand, grand place, okay? Um, so the first thing you do when you enter into this library is you get a library card. Okay. So, um, what that means is when you start working with Coco, that is your library card, meaning your sessions, your higher self letter, all the things. Okay. So you enter into this library, you start doing your sessions, you start doing the work, um, and you're really just taking in this space and getting used to it. Okay. So next is you notice all the books that are here. So what the books are, are your own layers. It's information, um, they're downloads. It's just, it's beyond, lifetimes. It's lifetimes. Yes. It's just beyond what your human mind could comprehend. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go and you check out a book. Okay. So you read this book front to back, upside down, you fucking dream about it. And it's just, it's mind blowing the information that you learn from one of these books. What you do next with this book is you go to the uh, living library or the librarian, which is Coco. And you're like, wow, like this book was fucking unreal. But hey, you know what? I really laughed a lot in chapter four, but then I fucking bawled my eyes out in chapter five. Like, why is this? Like, can you please explain to me like why I was all over the place with this book? And it's essentially like your book report. Okay, so you take what you got from this book, you go to the librarian, and then you dissect it together, and then you move on. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes what happens is you get so far into, you know, diving into all the books, you kind of hit a wall. And then you get a little bit impatient with yourself or uh, your ego starts to take over again. So then you grab another book and instead of reading it all, you just read the back of the book <laughs> just to get the overview I love and that. to tell yourself, well, I fucking read the back. So I'm, I, I'm good to go. Like I'm good. So you go to Coco and you're like, well, I read the back and you know, uh, Steve dies. So like, why does that happen? God, I love and then that. Coco says to you and she's like, well, did you not understand like who Steve was, the things that he did, what took place in the book? Do you understand who Steve was married to? Do you know that he kidnapped 10 fucking kids and was a horrible person? And you're sitting there wide eyed being like, oh, well, what the, uh, I just know about a Steve. I just know about a fucking Steve. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you sit there looking at your library card Mm -hmm. thinking that, well, because I have my library card, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to read all these books. I'm in the library. I'm going to get the cheat codes from the back. Yes, (laughs) Yes. exactly. Wow. I love this. And bypass. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So it's that in itself is like the simplest example to notice like where you're at are you reading the books front to back mm-hmm. and being a very active learner present. and responder and present mm-hmm. or are you trying to bypass everything mm-hmm. and think your way through to get to something someday you know, mm-hmm. someday exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or are you just not picking up any of the books at all 
Yeah. Are you just lingering around spray painting the walls? Are you just like, and... holy fuck, I made it into the library. That's all I wanted. Well, are you in the mm-hmm. library talking to everybody else in the library? About yes. their books. About their and books. And what they're yes. reading. <laughs> yes. yes. Can I just borrow your notes? Yes. yes. Tell me what your book's about. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. What's going on in your... Oh, God, like, I really like you. Can I sit down and, like, let's just talk about your book and yeah. I'll talk about my back of my book yeah. and my library you card. You know, Susie yeah. told me your chapter four was unreal. Can you explain to me what happened in chapter four? four for yes. you so I can try and create it for myself yeah. in one of my books yeah <laughs> bang on bang, bang on. on instead of you know I'm I'm gonna say being that book nerd yes. in the corner by themselves minding their fucking business mm-hmm. you know just reading their books doing and the things isn't that amazing because the people who are going and reading the books that resonate with them or are recommended by the librarian for them and and what they're going through in that Mm -hmm. moment they're not talking to anyone else they're not distracting themselves with anyone else they're truly sitting with themselves and the information and the Mm -hmm. chapters in the book and allowing themselves to let it seep in and apply and what's coming to me right now is there's books in this library um that have like crystals all over them and sparkly things and it looks like this big grand like glorious book but then it's empty inside mm-hmm. and then you're pissed because you you want a bright this shiny book bright shiny book but mm-hmm. then there's nothing inside mm-hmm. versus the old dusty crusty book that's beside it has the most amazing information and all the fucking nuggets mm-hmm. inside but because you're not willing to look at that old dusty crusty thing mm-hmm. Well, You're and it, it's amazing because in everybody's library, right away they see a book that says higher self and they're foaming at the mm-hmm. mouth. Foaming. And they grab that book, but the pages are empty because yeah. it's through the other books that you read and integrate and digest mm-hmm. that that book starts to, uh, information starts to appear up. and yes. chapters start to present themselves yes. and all of these well, things. Well, and what's, what's coming too is when you get the library card, you know, you get the human higher self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you walk into the library and like Alexia said, you get the book that says higher self with the empty pages because you've done nothing to get the light higher self. Mm-hmm. So when you enter into the library, you get the human higher self that basically is like, hi, welcome to our library. Here's your human higher self. And you're fucking horny and happy and all the things mm-hmm. be like, oh, my God. Oh my God, she knew I wanted pink hair. Yeah. And so of course you're entering in the library because how the fuck does she know that you want the pink hair? This is the best fucking library ever (laughs) because when everybody first enters, that's what draws them in is the genie, is the Miss Cleo, is you are drawing your own self in because exactly the example that you guys are giving, I'm the living portal, I'm the living library. So you're telling yourself (laughs) what you need to do to get yourself into the library to stay yes well the human gets one code yes and they're mind blown (laughs) they're mind blown one code to Mm -hmm. resonate and basically make them step through the door into the library Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden because they got that one code well Mm -hmm. geez they like who needs any other code i just got one and it hit (laughs) Yeah. yeah right and they're and they're they literally don't even realize how much better it gets when they allow themselves to read what needs to be in digested yes well it's like i love this book so much yes mm-hmm. i just want to read just this, this just this book mm-hmm. i only want to read this book because i love it so much and it resonates so much i don't want anything else mm-hmm. because what if it's different and what if i don't like it as much well here's mm-hmm. the thing especially with this work the more you continue to grow it gets fucking better and better and better and better and evolves as you evolve well, well and, that other- bo- and that book is just old and stagnant and you're not yes. going to pick it up again i mean it's it's literally you know any of the books that we have yes. or used to read eckhart yeah. tolle the surrender experiment you know all the oprah book clubs yeah. all that type of stuff they served us well mm-hmm. when we first entered mm-hmm. the library mm-hmm. yeah. and helped us understand Understand. that first library card and that first thing but now you couldn't even like pay me a million dollars to pick it up and read it because it's all within me now but Mm -hmm. what's amazing is the more books that we read in the order that they're presented to us the more we appreciate that first book yes Mm -hmm. that we thought are was our favorite but then the next one's our favorite and then the next one Mm -hmm. becomes our favorite and we keep growing our collection and and the appreciation for these different books because they add on to what we first walked into the door with yeah well, what's coming to me is it's like, you know, um, you know, the book Robert Munch books when we were kids yeah. and we used to like, we have such a nostalgia about them and mm-hmm. they mean so much to us. But then now it's like, then we can compare it to the surrender experience. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
okay, that was such a catalytic book, you know, so for me, for sure, and I think I recommended yeah. it to you. I don't know if yeah. you ever read it. Seed of the Soul mm-hmm. was Or Seed of the Soul was yeah. a big one. The Barbara, The Bringers of the Dawns, yes. all those yeah. type of books. It's like, but then if you compare it to Robert Munch, it's like, oh my God, I just have so much gratitude for Robert Munch yes. because it helped me feel that emotion. It helped me remember that I'm I'm loved, it, you know, all that stuff in the early days. Yeah. But then now you're so advanced and you can't believe how much Robert Munch impacted you. Yes. You're just like, what the hell? Like yeah. I was gonna, you know, build a whole Robert Munch collection because it just is such a good he writes so good. Well, we yeah. were gonna stop at Robert Munch. Yeah, we were gonna because just it just hit us. Yes. People get stuck. Yes. Then on the Robert Munch, and they're like, Well, but Robert Munch said this. Yes. Like he said he's always there, gonna love you. How always can there be anything yeah. else? And yeah. it's like again, it's gonna I'm gonna sound like a fucking broken record, but it's like trust and surrender mm-hmm. that there's robert munch volume one two three four and then it just it, booms 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 yes. after that and so using this whole um analogy and example i want to break it down for everybody you know here we are three years into you know coco collective three years into this this world that's just bursting with more and mm-hmm. more people and more and more things happening in our lifetime it's it is going to be the world mm-hmm. you know we are the new and how does that unfold now? Like, what does doing the work within the library look like? Mm-hmm. And what are some key things that we seem to hammer out in the podcast all the time? But I feel like we need to, like, hammer them out individually here. And for the two that have been mentored mm-hmm. um, and who are still mentees and still, even though integrated and moving into purpose or, you know, embodying purpose, I feel that we need to break down things mm-hmm. that you guys um, really are witnessing, you know, because we're around each other all the time. And here's the thing that I want to preface. The first thing about the library is there's no fucking secrets. Okay. There's nothing to hide. There's no secret chamber. There's no no secret chamber. There's there's every, no, no clubs. There's no clubs. Everybody's better together. And it's like, you're not embarrassed about anything. You're like, yeah, I have $0 to my name or I have fucking $50,000 to my name. Like nothing is personal. Okay. There's nothing like, you know, as a mentor, it's like people rip their entire lives open to me, their finances, their every personal aspect of them. And that's how you grow and change because there's no judgment. First of all, I'm not human, so I don't give a fuck about your human. That needs to be emphasized. The librarian gives zero fucks about your human. I just don't care. I see you for your light. I'm guiding you to your light. I'm seeing your light in linear time, say a year ahead, and Mm -hmm. I'm pulling that into you today. So if you're telling me all the things about your life, I'm like, cool. Like, don't care about the human. I'm helping you navigate it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. there's nothing personal. I don't attach to it and I don't fucking remember. Yeah. I don't care. But there's a theme around doing the work, especially in our world, about certain things that I want everybody to kind of talk about. So let's talk about the first thing. It's like clearly we've understood now <laughs> that we're building a new world. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know if I've ever really publicly talked about this, but in the early days I got asked to do higher self. Okay. And then these new earth labels came mm-hmm. and I was like, what the fuck are these labels? And again, being the librarian, I just did what was asked to me all the time. The I would give people yeah, their, their books. Book. I would give them these books and they'd mm-hmm. have these newer labels. Some people didn't get it. Some mm-hmm. got really human. Some got labels. Now, three years later, I have realized, accepted, melted in, and created the new civilization, which we are moving towards in this year, okay? That means that we are creating a whole entire world, a whole entire almost in our case, an island Mm -hmm. that is all going to be new earth embodiment and people will come to us for that place as healing as, um, yeah, like in 3d you would, it's a Bali situation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like you go to Bali cause you're having a 3d retreat. You're coming to the new wherever we build that throughout the world. Okay. So we've already built a civilization. It's here in density and we are moving towards that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that in the early days that went back to the library and just trusting. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, of course, my work for the last three years as a librarian is to try and get people to remember why they're here. Mm -hmm. Because the civilization, the new earth, needs 
people to do what they came here to do. Mm-hmm. So it's so advanced and it's so life changing. So as a mentor, I've been trying to get people quote unquote on grid to embody who they are so that they can live the most unreal blissful life mm-hmm. on the island of the new. Yes. And with, basically, yeah, right. And, and with that means you're always going to have new books and you're always going to have chapters, AKA mm-hmm. you're always going to have layers. It doesn't matter where you are in no, the journey. No, no, period. No, that is so important. Yeah. So when you start this work, especially in our world, when I get nudged, I used to do it right off the hop in the early days. Um, but I don't anymore is you get told what your new worth label is. Um, and I hate the word told you get nudged to remember who it is because Everybody who reads it is like, holy shit, I've known all this time. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't able to put the language to it. Mm -hmm. Then the big thing is, is the race to integration. Mm -hmm. And I I really am using those words for a reason. And Becca over here is chomping at the bit because she's the newly integrated one Mm -hmm. in the solar system. And there's a whole to do around that. Mm -hmm. And I want you to talk about it. Yeah. Well, one thing that's coming to me right now is what everybody needs to remember is because we've lived thousands of lifetimes before this current one, you have wrote yourself books Mm -hmm. over these millions of lifetimes Mm -hmm. and they're waiting for you in this library. So if you're going to deny yourself of reading you know, past your first fucking higher self, then that's such a disservice to you because there's higher self 3000 waiting for you. Yes. So take that in. Yes. Um, and the thing about integration is, so I remember, I would say in August, because that's when I was fucking obsessed with birthing my purpose. And that's when I did the fucking barbecue. (laughs) Um, because what the thing was with me is I had the save me energy behind the label integration yes so i thought that when i'm integrated everything's just gonna fucking fall away from me and i'm gonna live freely and i'm not gonna have to face any single fucking layer ever again it's just gonna be like party vibes like i'm gonna fucking live in a mansion and just like yeah and when you looked at say me and alexia who were integrated what was the thought process around that oh they're fucking billionaires they're just like racking up their closets with all the fucking things (laughs) they're just living this life of like all the things yes they don't have to face fucking anything (laughs) it's like it's easy i mean it is easy but the human thinks of easy in such a different way than Mm -hmm. what is actually embodied Mm -hmm. here that's important um yeah say that again the human thinks that easy the human thinks of easy as something um outside of us Mm -hmm. versus what's easy in light living is inside of us yes i love that so much so Mm -hmm. yeah the human is easy versus the light is ease Mm -hmm. yeah i would say yes yes um so yeah so i was obsessed with integration because i had the save me energy behind it but then um i really got to see the, I would say like proof in the pudding for myself was, um, getting the place that I'm living in now. Mm -hmm. That for me was like that physical thing that I could notice and be like, okay, if moving into this place that was so aligned for me was so easy, I don't have to fucking control a single thing. And I'm just going to let go Mm -hmm. because I noticed that. And I was like, okay, like this is how it's meant to be. It's ease. Yeah. There's no mm-hmm. fight. There's no control because I didn't fight anything or control anything of moving into my new place. Mm-hmm. So did that. And then what I really did was just put my fucking head down and started embodying the energy of who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really to me, the nuggets of what integration means is you embody the energy of who you are prior to getting integrated. Yes. Prior to the label. Prior, prior to, the, to label. the label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's that whole when the when I was asked to embody a seventy million dollar exactly. lifestyle when me and Scott had nothing. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So um, I'll give another physical example was uh, for the. Um, it December stands out to me a lot. Okay. So December for me was when I got the first side of my neck tattooed. Mm -hmm. That was me embodying Mm -hmm. who I am as a light. Okay. So that was an activation in itself. And then I went to Aritzia and I found this black corset top and I was like, there's no way I can fucking wear this. Like, that's just 
like I can't Mm -hmm. but then I went into the changer and put it on and I was like you know what fuck this I'm gonna buy because who the fuck says I can't wear this Mm -hmm. so it's those choices and I'm again I'm using the outer the physical Mm -hmm. examples um for everybody to understand but it's it's that that we need to embody to then get ourselves to the integration and then another example I'm going to use is um when and it stands out to me because when you guys talked about it on a podcast you said purpose is everything Mm -hmm. literally purpose is everything who we are as our higher self is everything our work is everything um and I my ex had reached out to me in December and sent me this long lengthy message of you know what he was going through and I had the choice in that moment to either react as a human or to respond as my light. So I mm-hmm. sat with it and then I responded as who the fuck I am to this solar system, mm-hmm. which is the security to you guys to doing the sessions and everything. And I'm like, just because, you know, you say you have my phone number doesn't mean you just get easy access to who I am as a light. Mm-hmm. So I responded Mm -hmm. as my light and even that was the embodiment of who I am which then led me to my integration does that make sense yeah Yeah. and led you to remembering um your purpose because I've been saying this a lot to everybody I mean we're March 2nd right now and Becca at at the Christmas party um and at the dance party which was New Year's Eve was not we weren't even touching her no, purpose work we no. weren't into higher self work yet no and then they catapulted from zero to 1000 in January mm-hmm. because she's really giving you guys the examples of of a gold path to integration because you surrender yeah and um would you like to add stuff like I feel like you were in the same category yeah I feel like the first thing is for integration it doesn't happen through the external action it happens through the energetic embodiment of making those choices yes first yes so Mm -hmm. it's like by saying uh no when you normally would say yes like all those small daily things really just bleed into the embodiment of who you are at your highest yes Yes. because i need to just preface that integration is when the is when the light is running the show, the front of the bus, the early days back to bases and the egos in the back. Yes. So previously, Becca would have wanted her place or mm-hmm. or Alexia would have wanted to move to Kelowna from ego. Mm-hmm. But it was the drive and the embodiment of the light that led those choices mm-hmm. to then come into density, okay? Mm-hmm. So when you get integrated, it's like you no longer are living from ego. Everything you do is is coming from light. Of course, it's not like Becca said, the mansion vibes, the party vibes. You all still have your layers mm-hmm. and you all still go through things. But you right away, if you have a layer, it kind of goes like this. You're it's like, ease. oh, my God, it's easy. I'm aware. Cringe. I see what I'm doing. Yeah. Ew. And it's like what I notice as a mentor, there's a bleed out with integration. Mm-hmm. Usually people get integrated and then that six months, give or take after, it's kind of messy because you're just not not used to it Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and it's like you were integrated in November and you were a mess in January February March with your breakup right so it's like the embodiment is what people are not understanding Mm -hmm. and when we talk about all of this it's like the only way this work works is when you actually embody what the library book is teaching you and helping you remember and you believe in the teaching yes yes Yes. That's key mm-hmm. because it's one thing to convince yourself of the teaching, mm-hmm. but when you actually believe and feel that teaching, mm-hmm. you it, without understanding it, mm-hmm. that's when you get to embodiment. Yeah. Exactly. Right? That's key. Yes. And okay, so first example of integration is like $50 to your name, mm-hmm. barely making rent. Like mm-hmm. there's this whole illusion around how you live when you're integrated. Like Becca said, it's the mansions. It's the, all the, the, money. the, all the money. But what you guys are actually feeling is the lux of who we are through the embodiment of our higher self. Mm-hmm. It's not the lux of the number in the bank account or the car or all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That naturally comes when we birth it out from inside of us, but there's a whole illusion around what you guys are feeling from us versus the reality of what's actually happening for us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I feel like you need to touch on that like I mean all three of us here 
uh, our lack layers are our lack, yeah. not lack hoarding. And I would say all three of us constantly are short rent. Constantly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, just barely scratching it over yeah. or mm-hmm. just barely making the mark. Like I even, I got a haircut and treatment today and literally was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this today. The money came through yesterday mm-hmm. and here we are. It's, mm-hmm. it's literally when we say last minute, second to second trust, mm-hmm. that still happens. And mm-hmm. we live in the moment of everything is now and that's because you have to trust and you're making a choice every single day mm-hmm. in all the library books that you have read. Mm-hmm. So it's like by the time you get integrated, you've you've been going through the library hard. Oh yeah. So it's like You're seasoned what, in the exactly. library. Yes. So as soon as like you know, we'll use rent being short. Yeah. It's like we have that book from, you know, last year that we open back up and we're like, hey, shut up, fucking Betty the ego. Yeah. Shut up this. Like mm-hmm. we have the tools mm-hmm. to help us through and not react and continue to melt and trust. And it's crazy because what's birthing out is just, it's, it's, Wow. It's beyond. It's, it's beyond, really and beyond. it only yeah. and we're only in the worms and dirt of it all right yeah. now. But it all comes from this ease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like we've said what we've needed to say about integration because I feel like it's a big fucking topic of conversation. Because even and this is like no jab at anybody who said this to you because they sincerely are being kind and they care, but they'll say congratulations on being integrated. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing about that is when (laughs) I had my session and the integration happened, emotion came up because generally I'm just proud of myself because, you know, we do have our hard emotional days, but they're not even quote unquote hard. It's what our ego makes it that way. But I, yeah, I remember crying and I was like, wow, like I'm fucking here and I'm going to continue to be here and continue to doing this work because I'm just going to continue saying yes to me. Well, and then sat on the fucking couch. <laughs> you guys were about to record a podcast. And I was like, okay, bye. I'm going to go have a bath. Yeah. But everybody thinks that integration is this whole to do. No, you want, that there's a red Maddie, carpet. Maddie was, was here. Yes. Yeah, Maddie was here that day. And I said, I came down the stairs and I just said, it's a big day. Beck is integrated. You guys She's are like, like wow, amazing. Great. So yeah, great. Amazing. And then nobody said anything and you left. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because there's, there's no attachment to what it is. It just is. Well, it's not a bar mitzvah or a no. fucking well, birthday it was, party. It was just or, another you know? day. Yeah. yeah. It was just another day. Yeah. And yeah. Because the, I had already embodied the energy yes. of who you are and who you, I am. And you felt it in session when I was integrating you and yes. helping yes. you and you felt that emotion. And that's for you only. Yeah. And it's like, again, I'm not calling anybody out or disrespect to anybody for but saying that. But ask yourself, why, why are you, you congratulating yes. me? Yes. Right. Why are you congratulating me? Because mm-hmm. it's still an outside thing. Yes. yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's still mm-hmm. an outside yeah. thing and it and needs to be addressed. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it needs to... Yeah, it needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like I know that you guys really wanted to talk about that as being a big thing about doing the work. Mm-hmm. And the second thing I really want to bring up past that when we're in the library is why the fuck aren't you talking to the librarian? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Listen, I feel, and I feel like you could probably agree with me, Alexia. We were like teachers' pets. Yes. Let's yeah. call it that. I was Keeners. at the fucking, I was at Keeners. the library. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes the librarian would be sitting on the couch being like, fucking Becca, get a fucking grip. She DM'd me again. I'm not going to lie. Because yeah. it would be teacher's pet and I'd be like Becca you know but let share with the people the other side of that because you were well aware you were being e and I don't want that to stop people from messaging the librarian because it's part of your wound work and it's part of your stuff but I really want you guys to share your side of that and also the can I just preface the librarian knows that people are going to be coming to her to find books in the aisles yes so, so like, don't feel fucking so the bad ego, about but it. the ego story of I can't ask for help or I have to wait till I have the designated slot with the librarian yes. to get her support yes. is just so old and, and the, so and, outdone. And, and, and here's the other thing as the librarian, okay, before we get talking about that, people are in my world all the time, mm-hmm. okay, and I even had an in-person light clinic 
person here for the last four months. And one of the biggest fucking excuses I heard was, you're so busy throughout the day. People are DMing you all the time. You're in session all the time. So I don't want to ask you anything. That's a motherfucking excuse Excuse. on your side. (laughs) And you don't get the right to tell me what I can handle. And Mm -hmm. if you have the, if you're privy and you're around me and you hear me for a hot minute, be like, oh, Becca is DMing me again. Not your concern because I just need to express that energy. I'm not judging Becca. I'm not saying anything. I will mentor her accordingly. And you're moving through it as you would move through it as the mentor that you exactly. are. Exactly. And, and people email and we go back and forth on things. It's not your job to take care of the librarian. No. It's not your job to be concerned about what the fuck the librarian and thinks And if you are, you. that's a distraction from your own books. Yep. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you guys and I'm going to tell you loud the librarian doesn't give a fuck no i don't care i okay no. so i dm'd honest to god probably <laughs> every single day if not a few times a day but i got to a point where you know when i began dming to um you know receive the support i remember saying to coco i was like I feel like I'm annoying, like all the things. And she was like, no, don't worry. Like if you're being out of control, I'm going to fucking tell you. Mm-hmm. So you guys also need to remember that, that yeah. if, if at any I just won't point respond. you need to be called out, you'll either be yeah. called out or you're not going to get a response. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time too, when I would dump in DMs, all I needed to do was to get that out of my system because then shortly after getting that out of me, I would gain the clarity on my own and fucking Coco being who the fuck she is, she would know that and not even need to give you a response. Mm -hmm. And then the next day would be like, how do we feel about the message above? Great. I got the clarity that I fucking needed. Thanks for not answering on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then even the simplest things of, you know, Uh, Hey, Coco, I feel like having craft dinner for supper, but then I also really feel like going to a bougie restaurant. I don't know why I'm fighting myself on this. Can you give me the clarity? And then it ends up being the greatest gift and it's a layer that you didn't even know existed. And then it's like, holy fuck, we can move on. Well, and here's Mm -hmm. the thing, by you asking that to her, you already make the choice. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you you made the choice. You didn't wait for supper. You went and made the choice what you were going to eat that night. Yeah. But you just had to send the message Mm -hmm. to then give yourself the clarity. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, you guys, I get so many messages all the time. And if I don't respond, it's 90% of the time it's, it's not urgent or it doesn't need to be responded or I forgot to be honest. And then the other 10% is because you need to sit with yourself. Mm -hmm. You need to get the clarity yourself. And then maybe it's something that needs to go to by email. Yeah. You know, maybe if you're, if you're saying something to me in uh, DMS, like I know somebody like sent me apology once about something that they had done from a session or whatever that happened. I didn't respond because it's not for me to respond to that Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. If you really want to move forward, with that then there is protocols to move forward with that so if you needed to email exactly if you needed to dump it out to work through it yourself and read it Mm -hmm. great Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah and really notice too in the moments when you dump in dms when you don't get a response yeah how does that feel and what narration are you telling yourself yeah and are you reacting that Mm -hmm. right there is what you're going to then work through. Well, mm-hmm. and that right there is what your chapter is helping you see. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That exactly. everything is with purpose here, you guys. Yes. yes. Everything comes from feeling, everything comes from a nudge. And I can't tell you the amount of times, even in the last month, where I maybe moved a session or I got a nudge and then we had the session and I'm like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. like, look at why that was nudged. Look at why that happened. Look at why that went down. The people who actually get out of their fucking way and, you know, annoy the librarian, Mm -hmm. quite frankly, are the ones that run. Yes. Yes. Truly. Because I have been able to see with clarity, to mentor appropriately. I sit, I can't even tell you how many times I sit in session every day. And then I'm like, okay, when did I see you last? And then we start talking and then I'm like, oh my God, you sent that to me in DMs. And then I pull up my phone and I had no response, but the information Mm -hmm. is there and we work backwards and we work through it. Mm -hmm. And those people are fucking running. Mm -hmm. It's the people that I never hear anything from that are stagnant stagnant and struggling really because they're trying to do it on their own and they're and ask yourself why are you fighting talking to the librarian Mm -hmm. 
when the librarian's whole purpose is to be there to help you with the books. Because they're trying to control what will come up in the chapter. Yes. Yes. And also... So the librarian has this desk and she also has a screen mm-hmm. that all the books that you've written for yourself over all the fucking lifetime she has access to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take that in. It's that easy. But that's a, that's a big thing that people need to understand is like, why are you not getting the support? And I know Alexia and me go so hand in hand right now. Mm -hmm. And as more people come on grid, it's just going to be so mind blowing seeing it, you know, is like you always say too. I mean, so many people say it in the community, but it's like people who also don't go to Alexia for body support is like, how do you move along in, in the library? Mm -hmm. Because here's what the imagery they're showing me. You're cramped over and you're reading your book and then you, you know, you're getting triggered and you're getting ping from the things in the books and you're entering in, you know, let's call them timelines or highways of when this happened. And then all, all of a sudden the library is getting full and people are coming into your field and you're getting a fucking plant and you're feeling overwhelmed and all this stuff. And then you're waiting to come and see just the librarian to help you with the book report and the book but you're fucking scattered but you're scattered and your body's a mess yes so take that analogy in because it all goes hand in hand Mm -hmm. in ways that you can't even imagine but during being in the library you're gonna be asked to put yourself first and pay for yourself in ways that you've never done before when you might have little resources to do so. And is that not moving into embodiment? Exactly. Take that in. Mm-hmm. It's people, like, people wonder we need what, to talk where about integration that. is. That right there is the embodiment of how it flows through you yes. and how it enters into you. Mm-hmm. And there's another side to this too is... You can come and see Coco as frequently as you want and Alexia as frequently as you want, but unless you're embodying and taking the action, just because you see them fucking twice a week doesn't just give you, you know, the, what am I trying to say? The free library card or whatever. Well, it doesn't mean you're reading the books. Exactly. It doesn't mean that you're taking in the information and Mm -hmm. actioning it in embodiment. The key to Ascension is, is surrender, trust, and action. Yes. Okay. Period. period. So it's like you can get all the information and then you have to trust yourself and then you have to take the the action. You have to apply Mm -hmm. it. You have to apply Mm -hmm. it and then you have to embody it. And like, is there a freaking definition of what embodiment means? Because I feel like people are stunned on even what embodiment means, but embodiment means that you inherently don't have to say a word about who you are, what you like, what you're doing. You don't have to talk about it because it's fucking felt. You just are. Yes. Like you just are. You don't have to be like, oh, hi, I'm a living portal 24 fucking seven. You just know that there's something going on with me. Does a professional Mm -hmm. football player go around telling people that they're professional football players? Without attending practice and without attending the rehab for their body? Yeah. So they can show up for the games? No. Exactly. Exactly. Embodiment is the feeling of something without saying a single word yes okay and that's Mm -hmm. what people need to understand and it's like you can come into my house and right away you can feel okay wow coco has style coco really takes pride in home decor Mm -hmm. coco really takes pride in being completely fucking different physically Mm -hmm. um and people would say coco has money okay Mm -hmm. The reality of that is, yeah, that's true, minus the money part, but what is my work? To embody the frequency of money when I don't have any of it to do it. So that it can come from the inside out. Mm -hmm. So when you walk in, it's like you, those are the thoughts that come through people's head when they first meet me. Because it's clear who you are. Yes. Mm -hmm. They know that I'm not wearing what Alexia wears, which is beige and white. And everybody knows that Alexia is not wearing, you know, all black (laughs) or getting a tattoo on her neck. Like it's very, very defined. Mm -hmm. Embodiment is defined. Mm -hmm. You could write a whole book report on somebody else because it's so clear. Okay. That's embodiment. 
you know instantly who somebody is and that's this work, is it not? Everybody else there is out in the world when we're wounded, we're being sold to versus knowing who we are. Mm-hmm. And going against the grain. Exactly. And, and what we're getting sold to is confusion. Yes. So outside of the library, everyone's confused. Confused. Yeah. They don't know who the fuck they are. No. Yeah. They're, they're being, grasping. So, they're being well, sold the to in the business of fear. Exactly. Monkey see, monkey do. Yes. yes. One monkey goes and grabs a banana, so the rest of the monkeys go and yes. grab a fucking banana. But yeah. then there's one monkey that's like, I don't even fucking like bananas. I'm going the other way and getting myself a papaya mm-hmm. or whatever. Yes. And here's the thing. When you embody who you are in this work and you really birth out who you are, you're just, you're just on your own highway. Yes. Like, I don't even... I remember in the summer when we went to the mall um, in Vancouver and I, I looked, me and Scott walked while Alexia was getting her hair blown out and I was like, went one way down, one way back and I was like, done. Yeah. This entire mall is Alexia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's not one fucking thing here. And then that I I'm came s- out, you're like, Kate, we're going to go to these 10 stores. Yeah. Are you? I'm, I'm like, not. there's not one thing. And I don't feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not searching for anything you're other than clear it. On who I'm you are. clear about it. Yes. I'm not going into your store at a FOMO and buying a white fucking shirt and beige pants. Like, yeah. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I would rather buy nothing. Mm-hmm. than buy anything at all. And honestly, we walked into Nordstrom and a lime green blazer was on fucking sale in the back corner. Lexi's like, I don't care what you say. I'm buying that for your birthday for $30. And, mm-hmm. and I still, to this day, it was the only purchase I did. Yeah. And I'm so fucking glad I did it. That's yeah. embodiment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Externally, when we talk about externally. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But then when you embody internally through this work, you just fucking are. Yeah. Well, you- and, and I want, I really want to use you or we can use me or even Becca as an example the notice how the external changes with the internal shifts. Mm -hmm. So for example, Mm -hmm. when I started this work, I was wearing all black. I was wearing like, you know, just, I had no sense. I exactly had no sense of who I was because I was the monkey that was always reaching for the bananas because everybody else was. Mm -hmm. And you wanted to fit in. And I wanted to fit in. And I was so afraid of grabbing the papaya because if I grab the papaya, well, what would people say about Mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So then as you do this work and you make those choices and they're hard and you get pinged and you face those layers and you read the books and you see the librarian, all of a sudden you're like, Black doesn't resonate with me anymore. I don't like bananas. I don't give a flying fuck who says what about me. And that comes from doing the opposite of what you've always done. And then all of a sudden you get a new book with new clarity and poof, Mm -hmm. you match the internal. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's Scott's favorite line is embodiment is not lip service. Mm -hmm. And everybody alive can do the most amazing lip service and be the parrot and know the language and do all that but you can smell that fucking pile of shit a mile away yes because it's fucking fake yes and when when somebody's real and when somebody is embodying it you can't fucking deny it Mm -hmm. look at me three years on my Instagram and I haven't showed my face fucking once. And I've brought this up before, but I know Becca who came out of nowhere and met me, you could feel my Instagram Mm -hmm. to align with Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. You could, you could, even if if Alexia didn't have her face on her Instagram right now, I mean, you'd be like, Oh my God, you go to her treatment room, you see her in person, you see her house. You're Mm -hmm. like, I didn't need to see a fucking thing. It all makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's why the world's a mishmash fucking mess right now because nobody's embodying who they truly are. And nobody knows who they are. No. And that's what the library brings to you. Well, they fight the library. They fight embodiment. Yes. Because the fucking business of fear and the zap codes for fucking 3D marketing are hitting you and telling you that this is what you need to buy. This is who you need to be. And you are just so clouded. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because you're acting as a consumer and you're yeah. consuming without even being conscious of the fucking choices that you're making or what are you even consuming? Yeah, and I want you to touch on that as a mm-hmm. good segue is how so many people when they do this work are the consumer and the seller. Yeah. And they and they really, you know, are consuming the work yeah. versus Embodying it. And selling the work versus embodying Yeah, so the both of you can talk about that amazingly because you were breaking it down the other night. Well, Becca, I mean, you're here because I sold to you. (laughs) 
for fuck's sake, yes. did you ever? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And Talk about in that my contrast life, Lord, yeah. I was selling the business of fear. I was selling Save Me. I was yeah. selling the concepts like something wicked. Yeah. And Becca, a blueprint, obviously we knew each other before, but yes. Becca bought into, she was the consumer of what I was selling. Yeah. Of the information. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Because, um, oh God, I wish I could go back to the things, but I don't need to. Um, but what I was buying was um, the hope. The high vibrational life, the yeah. hope, the um, hope of the, figuring the, out who you were. Yes. yes. Period. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's yes. what that's what you were buying, mm-hmm. and that's what we all, and that's what I was trying to sell to people. And fuck, yeah. I was trying to sell to my goddamn self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. hoping through through putting on the courses and selling these things that I would figure out who the fuck I was. Yes. And I and I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Hence why I was like, I'm a hot mess. I need to get into this library because the pull of doing the opposite of what I've always done has never been stronger because mm-hmm. I hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Well, what you were doing is you were reading a book, but you were skipping chapters and then trying to teach on the chapters that you were skipping no what i was doing i didn't even know my books becca (laughs) honey honey i didn't even know my books i was literally on the street asking joe and fucking sally and sam what about your books what about your books and i was taking that and trying to make their stories my own yes Yes, yes. exactly and then i was taking those stories and being like hey becca do you have anxiety are you feeling are you fucking like are you lost yeah she was handing me a fucking bone and i was like yeah oh my fucking god I'm the most anxious person. If you could fucking save me, please, please, please. Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. This is going to just fucking. And, oh and using God. this example that Becca is sharing is why this solar system pings the fuck out of people mm-hmm. and why you have to really want to change your life because there's no selling and consuming here no, even no. though people try to make it a consumer based thing. Yes. Well, and here's the thing too is. When you walk into this library, yeah. it's one book at a time where mm-hmm. people are running around like chickens with their fucking heads cut off being like, I need to get this book before she does and yes. I need to get this. It's Black Friday and sale. Yes. yes. It's Black Friday yes. sale and they're trying to stack all these fucking books to get all this information. And they're rushing. But yeah. But again, it's like, but do you not see in the corner there the dusty old book that's meant for you right now? That you literally has a flashing ones. light. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and the difference between what we're talking about is old earth and new earth, mm-hmm. which is the library, mm-hmm. is there's no selling. There's no, there's no consumption. And you said it to me the other day. You're like, people are really, they got to get out of this consuming yes. energy, yes. which everybody tends to move into. And we've been mm-hmm. seeing that yeah. theme this year yeah. where we're really... Get, getting that consumption. It, it's Break the that hoarding down. of information yeah. to try and make sense of the embodiment of who they are. Yes. Yeah. And the hoarding of information that I just love it. I did the example yesterday and I got the nudge about it. So I want to share that is I shared the March energy report on my Instagram and I did, I picked a quote out and the quote I originally picked was like, kind of like was the reality of 3d and the majority of my following, right? Like it was a kick in the ass. Okay. Because people who get mentored by me, the core, you know, are, are more towards the slide, but it was the, the random majority of the 700 people that follow me, I have 800 people say, and a hundred of them are actually doing it. And the other 700 are just getting the info. So I put it up there and I just loved my life. I'm like, I love getting nudges. So I brush my teeth. I'm getting my hair done. And it was 20 minutes later. Okay. And I don't pay attention to likes. Don't give two fucks. Mm-hmm. And the guides had said, go look and not one single like in 20 minutes. Okay. For the brutal honesty. For the brutal yes. honesty. Okay. So I go delete it and redo the quote to be light and destiny and amazing <laughs> part of the energy report yeah. within three seconds you guys People within three seconds it. of posting are it are consuming it yes wow take that in it's amazing oh the amazing the language is what they want to hear exactly versus yes. what they need to and you need hear. to talk about that alexia because you brought it up the other day that's the difference about this work than what goes on is 
back in the day, Alexi and I used to follow this other like daily account reports of like energy. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. It's amazing. It's amazing. So literally. Outside the library, there's people yeah. that are handing out pamphlets yes. before you come into the library. That are like, it's Tuesday. <laughs> and today your crush is going to message you and you're going to get the job promotion and money's coming. And you're like, holy fuck, best day yeah. ever. All of a sudden you're like. Jesus Christ, there's a dime on the floor. I'm rich. <laughs> Holy It fuck. happened. It yeah. happened. Holy yeah. fucking shit. This, this has got to be real. Oh, it's got to be real. Oh my God. My ex texted me. He loves me. I love him. We, it, can't, it couldn't get any yes, better. And you would try to take that energy from and the pamphlet it and day. fit it into your life externally yeah. instead of being like, I'm actually really going through it and yeah. fucking life is hard and I'm absolutely doing nothing about it, but I'm going to read this. I used to wait every day and double yeah. scroll yeah. to get it because I wanted her to tell me that today well, was going to look you, up. You I didn't believe rely. it. I didn't no. believe it. And you're in wounds. Yeah. And you would rely on that external thing to tell you how you're supposed to be feeling right now because you have no fucking ounce of trust in yourself yes. to notice how you're feeling. Because exactly. you were full consumer. Yeah. Full consumer. And my, and it's and the best thing is you would see it on every platform mm-hmm. because you would look for it. Yeah. Right? So yes. it's like all of a sudden then, oh my God, the, the person that, you know, you have a crush on is thinking about you. Well, fuck me. Best day of my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep, all I'm these find love. Exactly. The all of these different illusions get planted in front of you when you're outside the library because that's what keeps you outside of the library. Exactly. I was just going to say yes. that. That the difference about the library is the library is within you. Yeah. Okay. And the library doesn't predict. Mm-hmm. It doesn't tell. It, it doesn't information. sell. It doesn't give you anything to convince you of why you need to be in the library and why you need the card mm-hmm. right you in the library everything you do comes from a choice and a feeling and a nudge mm-hmm. so even you walking into the library door is literally you had the nudge to walk through the door nobody sold you there's no sign and quite frankly the outside of the library looks like an alley yeah it's mm-hmm. not big it's not grand it's, it's not, not a, obvious it's, you know it's not um being sold to you on instagram no nope. you know but then when not- you find it and when you open that door you're blown away because mm-hmm. it's everything that you couldn't have even imagined. That, it's like actually making me emotional. Yes, yeah. it's everything that you couldn't have even imagined because you were so consumed by the fear happening outside mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. So consumed. Yeah. And waiting for somebody to save you yes. versus you saving, saving yourself. yourself. Yeah. And that's the difference of this whole world mm-hmm. and what we do here mm-hmm. and what I as the librarian help you do and what everybody who's coming on grid helps you mm-hmm. do. Yeah. And it's truly that whole energy of better together Mm -hmm. and when are you going to get out of your own way exactly Mm -hmm. and so to wrap this all up like one of the key things that i started with where i said we're building a civilization Mm -hmm. okay we are building a state of being of what it means to be a new earth being Mm -hmm. period and that means what becca just said you got to get out of your own way yeah because there's there's different categories in our world there's going to be the there is the light clinic and the people that are going to come and change their lives through their body and illness and disease and all that stuff but there is so many of you that have this purpose inside of you that are still going to come on grid with us throughout the years in ways that I can't even process Mm -hmm. fully okay Mm -hmm. it's like these are the early days this is the stuff that we're doing in these early days like this is the worms and dirt I don't even fucking know Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and to you have to want to get out of the human more than than anything else well and here's the thing as soon as you choose the library you have to dedicate yourself to the library yeah Mm -hmm. and people who want to see what the library is about but still love the business of fear Mm -hmm. it's not going to work because eventually Mm -hmm. you're trapped in a triangle which we talked about in other episodes that you need to pull yourself out of and make that Mm -hmm. clear choice Mm -hmm. and here's the last thing that i really need to touch on It doesn't matter when you walk into the library. Mm -hmm. And even if you only walk into the library for five minutes. And even if it was three years ago that you walked into that library Mm -hmm. and we haven't seen you since or I haven't seen you since, you're fucking activated. That library... You will never, ever forget. Yes, exactly. That library activates something in you that you can go for another three years, five years, but it activated something in you that changes your life because the codes of Mm -hmm. you entered your body as soon as you grabbed the card exactly yeah Yeah. and what you also need to understand is 
especially if you come into our world and you work with us and then you leave, okay, mm-hmm. you fought what we call a pop down, you, you, it alters you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we hear it so much when people are like, well, I don't know, like all of a sudden my body's feeling this way. And, and Alexi's like, yeah, like you're activated. Like you mm-hmm. came into the air supply of the library mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, people leave and they get cut off from that air supply, but the codes lay dormant until they're fired up again and they will and you could be going through pain five years from now and you'll be like remember that fucking chick that i met in the fucking library that librarian and she gave me that letter and i was in that room with all those people and we listened (laughs) to music and i bawled my fucking eyes out what was that called oh nights with coco 